What's up, Matthew? Hey, Brett. Or, hey, Tyler. How's it going, man? Not much, man. How are you? Good. Uh, just off work, like, around 2.30, so just chilling. Well, after I finished work, so just chilling now. Oh, that's good, man. How, how's your leg and everything? Uh, my leg is doing good. Uh, well, my ankle's doing good. Um, I had therapy today. And um, and I have it tomorrow. So right now I'm just it's slowly coming back. Um, I'm just taking it day by day, but uh, I'm pretty sure by like next week I'll uh, be walking better now. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, sounds good. What's up, Brandon? <laughs> hey, Brandon. Hey, guys. Yeah, man. What's up? Did you work today, Brad? Yeah, I, I just got home. Oh, okay. Yeah. I bet you're tired as hell. <laughs> yep. Let me say that again. Which, uh, did you work at the hospital today, or were you at the Pet, Petco or PetSmart? Both. Both? Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so are, are we having um uh, the the Toy Story emergency meeting or what? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so we're talk. We're just gonna briefly talk about our like reaction to what happened today with the uh, the new Scream movie coming out. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous because. It's gonna be like a whole different mind, a whole different, a whole different person in charge of this project. Yeah, because we all we all know like the Wes Craven movies were absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. the Scream franchise, and you know, now seeing it, do you guys consider this like a reboot in a way, or it's basically continuing the franchise? It's place? not. A, it's not a reboot. It's it's gonna. Be, it's pretty much going to be the Force Awakens for Scream. Also, like new, okay, yeah, I see new cast members. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of original ones because I believe they have David Arquette, they have Courtney Cox, they have Nev Campbell who just got who signed back in. There's even talks of even bringing back. I, I don't know how they would do, but I think there's talks of bringing back Matthew Lillard who passed whose character dies in the first movie, but maybe some somehow he survives. I don't know. There's no way he survived. Yeah, there's no way because it's already. Been... They were having talks with them. That's what I was reading online. They were having talks with him because he's a huge fan favorite. So I don't know. But maybe some reference of him. Unless flashbacks, but that's the only thing because that, that fool did. Hey, there's other movies where they kill people, they come back. Even. Dude, I mean, you, can't, you can't take those three movies too seriously either, in a way, because the first one's like a serious one there. The other ones get a little bit cheesier. The one that kind of brought back that seriousness to them, I think, was the fourth one, 
which yeah. I think one, I think the best one is the first one. The second best one is the fourth one. The third best is the second one. And the, the worst one is the third one. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. I, I, I did the second one's my second favorite. Like the fourth one was good, but the second one was like, real, was really good for me. Mm-hmm. I think because it just suffers from like the horror sequels, whereas the fourth one was kind of, I think, honestly, I think the fourth one was more of like the Force Awakens, where it was like Scream hadn't been out for a long time, and that was like the, the reboot kind of ish, but still not a reboot. You know what I mean? Yeah. The second, I don't know, one, the second one, I really liked the twist in the end. I was like, oh shoot, all the good twists. Yeah. <sighs> but the third one, we call it is pretty shitty. I mean, it's, it's not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, but no, I'm I mean I'm I'm excited. I like I like I mean, what can you really expect from uh from horse sequels? But the the good thing about this is that like it's a big. It's not like it's like a low budget film that's being made like a B film. Like they're taking it. I think they're gonna take the film very serious. Mm-hmm. They're gonna. Find, I don't know if they have a director already. I know they no, have. They don't have it. I'm looking on right now. Um, there is no <laughs> director, but I. The creator of Kevin Williamson is still, um, still in it, and then um, Chad the, excuse me if I'm pronouncing it wrong, uh, Chad Villanueva, or Villanueva, I can't even talk right now. Mm-hmm. But he, I guess he's the uh, executive. He was the executive producer of the when, uh, of the uh, other films. Mm-hmm. Were they Miramax films? I'm sorry. Were they Miramax films? Yes. Okay, so they are they they were the Weinstein Company probably films too. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I guess Project X Entertainment, um, uh, Vanderbilt is in it too. So okay, it, it sounds interesting. Um, yeah, I, I hope they do good because I know th- I didn't see it, but I know there was first of all there was that TV show Scream on eight on MTV, which I heard didn't do too well. Then later they had like a mini movie, like a, a TV movie of Scream with the actual like Scream costume with like all these teenagers and uh-huh. with Queen Latifah. And I heard that was absolutely terrible. It yeah. was terrible. I didn't watch it. I didn't want to watch it, but I heard horrible things. So I mean. The fact that it's gonna be made to movie with all the original cast and also like new cast, I'm ex- I'm I- I'm excited for it. I'll, I'll definitely watch it on opening night. Yeah, so far, yeah. the, new, the new cast is Jack Quaid, um, Melissa uh, Barrera, and uh, Jenna Ortega. Yep, you nailed it. Yep, yep. So those are. <laughs> this is my only. This is my only disappointment with the movie it's not even the movie it's just theater chains and people ruining it for others when this movie comes out it's not like going to a movie in the 90s where like you see a scream movie and everybody dresses up like ghost face like in scream 2 how they get everybody's in the ghost like everybody you get you get a ghost face mask when you enter the theater like now you can't wear costumes even when halloween 2018 came out a lot of theaters did not allow people to like, dress up. Like I had my Michael Myers attire. I see the movie Halloween 2018 came out, and they told me I could. I had to take off the mask, but like when I was outside, it was fine. But even still, like yeah, like gave me all these dirty looks. But it's like, dude, like really, like come on. Yeah, I I mean I get it. They're they're doing their job. They have to protect everybody. But you, you know, if something big is happening, like you know. For example, for what you went through, 
you know, it's, 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 it's a life changing and it's a life like opportunity to dress up like as Michael Myers or Ghostface or hell, if, if by all means, I heard rumors, there's going to be another Friday 13th movie, um, like a reboot. Um, you know, if people want to dress up as Jason, then yeah, go for it. Like you can dress up outside and have people take pictures of you and, like once you go inside, like they'll be like, "Hey, you gotta take off the mask." Like I, I, I get that, but yeah, I, I get it too. Like, like there's because there's, there's, there's a crazy people that ruin the fun for everybody. That's why. Yeah. But even still, like it came to a point when even Star Wars movies, because like, you couldn't have a lightsaber because that's considered a weapon. I'm like, really? Like, come <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, that's too funny. What do you yeah, do? That... Beat somebody's ass with a fucking like three hundred dollar lightsaber? Those those people aren't gonna want to use their lightsaber. Like they're not gonna risk breaking it or something stupid. Like come on, like exactly, and it's stupid. Like I again, once again, I understand that you know they have to do their job, but at the same time, like come on, like don't don't take it to the extreme. Like you you re- like yeah, you really think a guy or a girl is gonna spend like you know, hit somebody with their lightsaber that they pay for like $300. No. But not just that. It's like what they should do is like, if you're going to go to a movie and there's like a big premiere where, you know, people are going to dress up or stuff like that, do something where it's like, have a security check, you know, like if you're going to downtown Disney or something like, yeah, like if you're going to wear the costume, that's fine. But you have to pat the, they have to take off the outfit, pat them down to make sure there's no weapons and they can let them inside or something like that, you know? Exactly. I, yeah, I, I have to tell the people you can't scare and chase people. Like you have to just be act like a regular person, but you can wear your outfit. Just don't do anything stupid because then you get your ass kicked out. Yeah, they right there. They can't take that risk. There's always going to be somebody that's going to ruin it. Because obviously, do obviously do that. Some jerk goes in and he starts chasing a, a poor little girl around with the Michael Myers costume. On. Well, then he kick his ass out, and later, yeah, the people would sue, but. Exactly. See, there's too many, there's too many variables. Like, it's too risky for them to do that plan. Uh, I don't know. It's like Halloween, though. You can't sue a person for dressing up on Halloween and scaring a little kid. That's what I'm saying. I know it's a theater, so it's different. But you know what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. The parents will sue the theater, like you said right there. Like, even though it was stupid, they sue. They will sue because, like, like what kind of places is he let some strange, strange guy? Chase a little girl. What happens if he, if he was a pedophile or something? And then, yeah. Right. yeah that's I the same thing with anything, though. That could be like for a Marvel movie. A person dressed up like a superhero, and there they can act like, you know, they could be violently too. It may not be as probable, but the same thing could happen. So, are you saying that when it comes to Star Wars movies, Marvel movies, like horror films are just big movies where people can cosplay like you shouldn't cosplay? Well, well, I've gone to Darth Vader. They, they, they told me to take off my Darth Vader costume. Well, you should have kept it on because you know, like your your face and all. But... I know, but it, it it was around the same time where the shooting happened. I know. So I... No, I was joking. Yeah. I was in front of your face because that's what I was like. You should have kept the mask on. Uh... <laughs> but but you know, like with the screen movie though, I think we're going off topic. But I mean, like no, like I'm I'm pretty excited for it. I mean, I'm not like OMG, like you know, screen movie. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like they have another one. That's dope. Honestly, like, even though, like, they're, they're, like, I'm more excited for Halloween Kills, which is supposed oh, to yeah. come out this year, than a new Scream movie, to be honest. That's me. Well, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to see it opening night, but I'm like, my, my expectations are going to be so low. If, if it sucks, then I'm like, 
like a whole different team, huh? and then they try to create the magic with the same cast. But here's the thing, though. I think it's come to the point when horror movies, like that, are like big budget ones, at least for right now. Like a lot of co- movie companies have taken a lot of notes from like Halloween 2018. That like you can't make a super cheesy '90s like horror film sequel like they did before. Like you have to kind of make it very grounded and very yeah. like creepy. Like go back to the basics instead of because back then it was just cash grab. That's why there was like a horror sequel every year or every other year. Mm. But I think when Halloween 2018 came out, companies realized like, wow, if you really if you really take this material seriously, there's a huge horror fan base, but also just people who like to go to the movies. Like if you make a good movie, a horror film. People will go and you'll make a shit ton of money, which Halloween 2018 did. Exactly. I think Halloween 18 um, deserves some credit, but I think the real person uh, that deserves the most credit is uh, um, uh, Jordan Peele. I think he, he deserves the full credit of making a horror movie very serious, but some jokes in it. Like I think Jordan Peele is a, is a more bigger example of, of like well i would agree with that but i would also say that halloween or when it comes i'm talking about like kind of like the mainstream movies like the slashers specifically because you oh, can't okay. get out or or you can't c- compare us to like halloween or freddy krueger nightmare on elm street or, or friday 13th you know yeah. they're completely different us was a horror film but get out was more of a it was like a suspense one i know both, they're both, but I feel like with Scream, you know, it, it has to take itself kind of like Halloween 2018 did. I think Halloween 2018 had some good funny moments, but I think when the next one comes out, they should probably lay off a little bit of the humor and make it a lot just serious. Mm-hmm. It didn't bother me in 2018, like with a little little black kid, I loved it. <laughs> that scene, oh, he was a star. Even the cops, like I had, I didn't have an issue with. But yeah. like I was fine with the humor in the movie, but like I think like after I think when Halloween Kills comes out, they're gonna they've obviously been taking notes of like what people like and didn't like about the movie, and I feel like the one thing that kind of pushed people away from the film, their one critique was the humor in the film. And I think yeah. with uh, Scream, um, I mean it's more of like like it, it's more aware of what kind of film it is you can know because it's kind of like not a parody, but like it's like one of those slashers that like. Like Halloween, Friday Thirteenth, and Nightmare on Elm Street; those are fictional films in that film universe because you know those movies. It's like it's like a slasher in the real world. Exactly. So I mean, there's so much you can go with it. I know the fourth film; it really took advantage of like social media and technology. So I'm very interested to see how it would turn out this time around in 2021 or 22 when it comes out. 22. It comes out January 14th, 2022. <laughs> that's a worry thing because yeah. there's that there's that curse of movies that come out in january or shit so, so. Yeah. yeah well well except except kung fu panda 3 that movie was actually badass yeah and <laughs> i think i think well i think the invisible man also came out in january and that's actually great. yes it did yes, yes it, it did. did yes it did so so maybe the curse is ending yeah but you can tell like horror movies that are who are, that are releasing in theaters now for the most part are a lot better even some of the bad ones like like uh what was it the annabelle films and like curse of la llorona and, and even like the nun like they're bad films but they're no way bad compared to early 2000 and 1990 films yeah and that i, I kind of agree on that 
Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I did like the Annabelle creation one. Oh, that, that one was pretty that good. Was good one, because I saw that in theaters with my brother. And then as soon as that ended, we went to go see Baby Driver, which was a huge success for us at the end of the day. But I did really like the animal creation because it was scarier, uh, a lot of jumps, uh, jump scares, and uh, the dialogue in the story was actually pretty good for what it was. Yeah, the continuation pretty- into going into, um, into Annabelle. Yeah, the first one was the first one was complete shit. That one I gave it two out of ten. That one, was, I that was unwatchable. The acting was terrible in the first one. <laughs> the second one. Really caught me off guard. That's, I think that's why I liked it so much because I hated the first one so much. Mm-hmm. The second one came out and I really, really liked it. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard. I hadn't. I haven't seen either of them, but I heard the first one's horrible and the second one's actually pretty good. So. And, and the third one's pretty good too. The third one's pretty good. Yeah. So, but um, but I mean, like again, I I, I don't see anything. I don't see anything to worry about on the first film. Again, like there's no director, there's no script or that I know of, like. They're just barely hiring the actors. They're trying to hype up the film because they're getting a lot of the original cast. But then again, these screen films are known for having their original cast reappear every film, not just one actor or something like that. Like, like you know, like Jamie Lee Curtis for Halloween. She's always a recurring actor. Like, like for Scream, it's not one person. It's like five or four actors from like the original films that are still in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So, um, right now, who be your choice of director? Right now, uh, this is pretty hard because you know I got two in mind. Who? Well, my number one will be Jordan Peele, and the number two will be uh, Ta- uh, Taki Watiti. Mm-hmm. See, I can't see any of them making. I can see them making horror films. Well, I don't know about Watiti. But uh, Jordan, but I don't think Jordan Peele that would be his style of film. Plus, one thing he did mention is that he wouldn't direct, he wouldn't direct a horse or, or a movie without like the main star being uh, black. So I know with the screen films, at least for exactly. that's it. It won't be the case. Okay. He could do another. What I want him to do, which he didn't, he isn't directing, but he's producing it, is Candyman. Oh yeah, I'm yes. excited for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Plus, I can but, name. Go, go ahead, Matthew. No, plus, I mean, I can see Jordan Peele. Like, he has such a great writing talent. He can create his own, like, like iconic horror film, like, character, if, if given, like, the freedom by a giant corporation. Mm-hmm. Like, he can create his own. Because I think that's the thing that's lacking nowadays. There's, there's, not, there's, like, no real horror icons now that have, like, erupted, like, in the 90s and the 80s. Like, it's just reboots or, like, sequels of films. But I mean, yeah. one of I think the only character I can really re- recall who's become a uh, like a cult icon now, but only within the horror community, it's on Netflix, I believe, still. Um, it's called Terrifier. It's Art the Clown. I don't know if you guys oh, have heard. Of him. Oh yeah. That's so he's kind of he's he's <laughs> like a, he's like a modern day horror icon, but again, not like like worldwide film like you see in the theaters. It's more of like. Like you see at an independent theater and grindhousey, but I mean he's very popular right now. I think he's like the most popular kind of like horror like icon slasher to come out of the recent decade, actually. Yeah. But um, but I mean I think I think a good, 
I like how they did Halloween, and honestly, I could see the same director doing like the Scream movies. Or I can, or I can actually see um, um, hmm, what's his name? Or I know, I know this is like left field with these two guys, but I can see either Dan McBride or or um, what's it's oh my gosh, his name is so good. It's, uh, what's damn it from Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, and he's James Gunn. James Gunn. Who? James Gunn. I can see Dan McBride or James Gunn like totally from left field. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Danny McBride, I can see because he did Halloween 2018. He helped co-write that with yeah. uh, David Gordon Green. So that I can agree with. But I don't know about James Gunn because he's done James Gunn. He has a record of. At least right now, he's he's busy with a lot of like superhero films. Plus, he won't be um, as much as it'll be cool to have a minute. I think he's gonna be too busy after Suicide Squad to do the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So his yeah. next five years are gone pretty much. Oh, but, um, but um, but yeah, I mean, but it's kind of difficult because you have to find a, a good. I mean, with the movie like Scream, honestly, I don't think whoever did. Was the West Craven? Did he pass away when the fourth one came out? Or was he still alive? Did he direct it? He was still alive. Yeah. Did he direct it though, or did he just produce it? No, no, he he directed all four of them. Yeah. But I mean, as far as like directors, I'm not too too worried. I I'll, I don't care who directs it. I just need a good script. Like Matthew, don't say that, man. Don't don't say that. If you say that, my. Yeah, but I mean, how many of the Michael Bay scripts are good anyway? But I know, no, I know directors are important, but I'm saying like even more important than a director, you can have the best director, but if you have like a horrible script, the director can't really. Yeah. Much. But but the good, what I hope though is that with this movie, like there's not all these restrictions from like the the big company who's in charge of it. Like I hope they give the director and the writers freedom. One thing that a lot of move that is an issue with a lot of movies is that when they screen movies with test audiences, obviously, like they get all these different demographics of people watching a movie, and they're like, "Oh, I like this," or "I didn't like this." But I mean, everybody's different. If you make a movie that is going to satisfy everyone, it's not going to be a good movie for the most part. Yeah, you know, like, I think you have to. I, what a lot of major studios lack now is having faith in the director and the writers to make. A script that is also obviously faithful to the franchise, but also not straying away from it, but like paying not not even homage, but like doing like ideas that would work within that kind of universe and stuff. Like I think with a movie like Scream and Slashers, it's a little bit easier because I mean, what do you expect in a slasher world? Just teenagers and getting like sliced and diced and. I mean, but you want to have at least somewhat of a good story. And I think, like, with Halloween 2018, I thought it had a really good engaging story. Mm -hmm. That's what yeah. helped it. It wasn't just, like, oh, like, all these, like, stupid teens smoking pot and getting killed. Like, no, you cared for the characters, which is something important in horror films. Like, you have to care for the people who are getting killed. Because then, like, it's if it's just a body count, then, well, it's just a popcorn film. And you might like it the first time, but you'll never go back to it because it's just stupid. Which right. is why I, I personally didn't like Friday the Thirteenth the remake. I thought it was really stupid. It it was it was a high budget porn movie. Let's be honest, guys. <laughs> the only thing I liked about it was I liked Jason, the guy who played Jason. They did great, but the teenagers, I hated all of them. They were they were like 
overly like stereotypical. Like, hey, leave Sam. Hey, leave Sam alone from from uh, Supernatural. Yeah. He did a good job. He was, I mean, he was the best actor in that film. He, yeah. but, that, but that's the but that's the problem with the movie. When you saw him on screen, you knew he wasn't gonna die. Yeah, true. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna do a movie where like he's in it, have other actors who are the same kind of level of popularity as him, like from CW TV shows, yeah. so that way when you see the movie, it's not like oh he's totally gonna live. Like you see a screen, you have Jamie Kennedy, you have Courtney Cox, you have David Arquette, you have Nev Campbell, you know you have. Um, you have all these actors, yet, and when you see them, you don't think one of them's better than the other, so you don't think, oh, like, they're going to survive the whole movie. They're all great actors, and they have great chemistry where it's like, you don't know who would die in the movie. And I like that in a movie, rather than you have one popular star and a bunch of nobodies, and you know that one star is going to survive at the end, or will die, but they'll reach to the end of the movie, and it kind of takes away from the suspense. That's true. Yeah. I think um, there's one director in mind. Um, um, probably not, not his suit, but I can see James Wan directing this. I think he's over the horror franchise. I think he's trying to do. No, he's movie. no, he's still no, he's still doing horror, but he's doing in the he's doing his own like unique story horror. He's not trying to take over like franchises. Yeah, I think, but um. What was I going to say? Now, the big question, I know it almost happened in the fourth film. Now, do you think Nev Campbell's character will finally die in this fourth film? Will Sidney Prescott finally die, or do you think she'll survive again? Nah, she's not going to die. Um, honestly, like, I don't know. Should she die? No. Um, I don't... There'll be too much backlash. Yeah, I don't think so, but... Let's say hypothetically, like the movie starts and we see uh, Sydney Prescott comes out from like her house and she hears a doorbell ring and nobody's there. And you see Ghostface just comes out of nowhere and just kills her. That would piss me off. To, yeah, that to would, be honest, that would piss me off too. Like, that would, well, I don't, I think they're smart enough where if they're bringing her back, they're not bringing her back just to die in the first five minutes, like in Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> like they're gonna I, again I think they're gonna there's a lot they know there's a huge fan base for these screen movies and the last one came out probably like what maybe 10 years ago yep mm-hmm. so like they're not gonna want to F up this film they're gonna want to make it as great as possible especially if they're br- they're bringing back all these actors who are like popular in the franchise but also who are big actors or at least some of them are still and they're spending a lot of money for these actors and being in the film so they're not gonna kill them off like nothing like they're going to take those characters to advantage. It's kind of like, you know, like, what if you did, well, it's like the Star Wars <laughs> movies we don't talk about. But, I mean, like, like you know how Han Solo died in, like, halfway through the film? Yeah. Or, yeah. or like, three-fourths into the film? What if he died in, like, the first five minutes? Like, people would be pissed off, wouldn't they? Ever... fucking living. <laughs> yeah. Or Luke Skywalker dies at the, in the right in the beginning or something. Like, you're like, what the fuck? Like, it waited, like, ten years? And, like, they just died like that? Like, it's bullshit. Like, I think that again. I think whoever helms this, the reason why they're going to be hired is because they care and love the franchise just as much as we do, and they're going to try to take as much care into the film because you know it's not like Scream has like thirteen films like Friday Thirteenth or twelve films like Friday Thirteenth. You know, this would even though Scream Five sounds like a lot. You know, there's more Halloween movies. There's more. There's more Friday Thirteenth films, and you know, 
we're, we're at a time where there's so much critique on film with Rotten Tomato that, you know, they're not going to want to do a film that's like if, if Scream 5 is a shitty film, you'll make a lot of money the first week, but then it'll die. Yeah. But if it's a good <laughs> film and it's scary or not even scary, like if it's just a good horror film, dude, it'll make so much money. So I, I don't know. I think I think I think it's in good hands, the film, and I think it's going to. I think it's going to be really good. I have faith. Brandon. I have more faith in a Scream 5 than a new Friday the 13th or a new Nightmare on Elm Street film. Let's just say that. Amen to that. Amen. To that. Amen. So, but Brandon. that's my hot take. Uh, I, like, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, I hope they never make another movie again because Seeing somebody else wear that Freddy costume, it's just it, it takes you out of the movie right away. It's bad. Like in the Friday Thirteenth, that one, that one, I'm like, just, just less, just less sex scenes. Come on, like, like I can't, I can't even watch that movie with my siblings. The, the remake one. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> the other like, ones oh. you can watch, and they have like a little bit of sex scenes, but they don't show too much. But the new one is like literally like yeah, like Brian said, like it's porn. Pretty much. I was like. I was like, and I was like, okay, you're watching Fight the DA. Oh, skip it. Oh, skip it. Oh, skip it. Oh, the movie's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how bad. It, that's how bad it was. But honestly, but honestly, yeah, Jason was freaking badass in the remake, though. He was badass. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I did like Sam in a in a different movie besides um, Supernatural, but I really that's why I found it really entertaining that he was in it. Yeah. Also, also too, like, I, I I pictured um. I, I, I the whole time I was like imagining just Dean come out of nowhere just shoot Jason in the head with a shotgun. <laughs> no, 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 Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Dean comes, but he's he's I'm jo- I'm Tommy Jarvis. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> the twist. Dean's Dean's real Dean's um real name was Tommy Jarvis. He he changed his name so he could get away. <laughs> Oh, yeah. guys, uh, I found who's directing the film. Mm. Oh, no. So, <laughs> it says the, the uh, Scream is being directed by Matt uh, Ol- Olin. Mm-hmm. What has he done? Tyler uh, Gillett. Does it say their resume as far as what films they've done? Um, they did uh, Ready or Not. Uh, okay, what? I'm already sold. Then yeah, that's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, they, they did Ready or Not, uh, the first uh, VHS. Okay. Uh, the screenplay is by James uh, Vanderbilt, who did uh, Murder Mystery, Zo- uh, Zodiac, and The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> oh no! And uh, and Guy uh, Music of uh, he did Ready or Not and uh, Castle Rock. Okay, I'm I'm fine with the director. Then, if they did Ready or Not and even VHS, then they know horror and they know how to make a good horror film. Mm-hmm. So yeah, also, also Ready or Not has some comedy comedy elements in it too, with horror. Yeah, exactly. which, which is what Scream is all about. Scream, you can't yeah. take it too seriously in a way. There's there's some horror element or there's some comedy elements to it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It'll be funny if the Waynes brothers were in the screen. Were in the screen. Yes, <laughs> please. Yes, please. 
for the love of God, Matt. Like, like they're not, they're like, they're not like their characters from a scary movie. They're like themselves, you know, like regular, oh, like, yeah, you know, but like, that would be like cool. Oh, so, oh kind of like, kind of like Anthony Anderson. Uh, he was the first actor to be in a scary movie and um, a scream movie. Yes. Yeah. So that would be kind of cool. <laughs> yes. Like Matt and Tyler, if you're ever by on listening to this, if you're browsing to anything on the podcast, please. Please just hear what Matthew just said. Get the two Wayne's brothers in this film. We need a goddamn cameo, please. <laughs> not, e- not even a cameo. We need like full flesh characters that survive. <laughs> they're they're the new cops that get hired. No. <laughs> Perfect. Because here, because here's the thing about like the whole like uh, everybody loves Sydney Prescott, but honestly, there's only so much you can do with her. Her story, because even in the fourth film, it kind of completed it. Because one through three is kind of like the sadly, it's kind of like the ultimate Spider-Man movies. It's like who who killed her parents and like why? And there's it's another <laughs> killer, and it's another killer, it's another killer. It's not who you think. But in the fourth film, it was kind of like you know, it's all done and established who killed her family. But it it shows the importance of the new age, like kids our age who want to get popular and what, what, what a better way to be popular than to be the victim of surviving a horrible killing where, you know, what's her name's uh, Emma, Emma Roberts. She tries to kill Sydney. So that way she, she, even she though she it's like her friend kills Sydney or she does. And she acts like she is a sole survivor of like the killings and she becomes popular in the city. Like, like it's all like it's kind of like a fame kind of thing. So I'm really curious to see how they would how they would make a fifth film. Like what would it be? Because obviously it wouldn't be about Cindy's family. Like would she even be like? Again, would she be like the the main focus for the film? Or would she be kind of like uh, how they did the new Halloween 2018 movie, where like you know Laurie Strode's an important part of the film, but let's be honest, the movie it's trying to introduce it to her granddaughter as being like the new face of the film. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about. I think Courtney. I'm gonna call this. I think Courtney Cox might die at the beginning of the movie, and then uh, uh, Dave Arquette's character might be in, in a coma, and then uh, um, Sydney Prescott is just trying to like, like, like pull a Jamie Lee Curtis, like create like a booby house, a booby trap house. Mm-hmm. I think Courtney Cox is gonna die at the beginning of the movie because I, I, it's kind of strange. Like, is it her or Dave or, or um? Or, or what's his name? Dewey. Name? Dewey, Dewey and uh, Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers. Oh, All I, I know is Gail that I, I have to watch Scream again this Halloween, like in October, I have to watch it because that's a, just one of those great films that I love, but like I always forget about, honestly. I watch the, I watch the first one every, every year. The first one's great. Yeah. One, two, and four are, are, I really like, so that's, that's fine with me. Again, honestly, yeah. I like I prefer the like I pre- I think Scream has better movies than even like The Nightmare on Elm Street. I like The Nightmare on Elm Street one, two, and I like three, but like the other ones after that, I don't care for. Like I think they're pretty exactly. bad. But I mean, like yeah. with Scream, I mean it's in a way it's still kind of the same. It, there's only like three good ones as of right now. But I mean, again, it it but like the fact that they're on their fifth film and only like they've had a good resume. I think you know. Again, like Nightmare on Elm Street, Milk Day. Plus, it's kind of like Indiana Jones. 
You cannot replace Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. Should they make it? Does the idea of making another Indiana Jones movie excite you? Hell yeah, it does. No, not anymore. No, but the idea of one excites me. Like if they're like, oh, we're gonna make an Indiana Jones movie, that excites me. But if it's nobody other than Harrison Ford, I'm not excited. Plus, yeah. Harrison Ford's old, so I'm still like, the idea of making another Indiana Jones movie sounds cool, but only if Harrison Ford was still really young. But he's old, so you can't really do so much. I don't want him to pass the torch. None of that. But like and the same thing with Freddy Krueger, you know, you can't you you can't replace the actor, you know, Robert England. Yeah, Robert England, you can't replace him. Like so he's obvious. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Even the reboot, I mean, I think I didn't even see it, but like I know it was a horrible script. But I mean, even the actor who played Freddy Krueger, like it's like you can't you can't fuck with Robert England. He is like he's a horror god. Yeah. So the good thing with like again horror icons with masks, it could be anybody. But I mean, anybody. but you can also tell some which actors are better than others. Still, you know, like you see the Halloween movies, you know, certain Michael Myers actors are better than the other ones. Same thing with Friday Thirteenth. Why Kane Hodder is like the most popular one because he's like super aggressive and he does all these little things that are different from the other Jasons. But mm-hmm. all in all, you know, they still have a mask. You know. Yeah. So it's not, it's a lot easier, and that's the good thing about Scream too. You know, is that you know they have a mask, and that's uh, that's in a way kind of generic. Like anybody can go to, you can go to any of the Halloween store, and they'll have a ghost face mask. And I think that's what was so great about the the film is that at the time when the movie came out, that was such a generic and popular mask, and they made a movie about it with it being a mask. And honestly, mm-hmm. I think. The movie that feels a, a modern horror film that seems the closest to the Scream franchise in a way as far as horror elements and comedy, I think, is Happy Death Day. Yes. Yep. And I thought Happy Death Day, both one and two are great. The second one's more of like a comedy spoof, but it's still really great. I love the, the second we, one. It's I, we actually I mean, went to go see that on a, on an early screen, right, Matthew? You and Yeah, us? yeah, we saw it, dude. I loved it. I felt it I had so never funny. Even, I had never even seen the first one, and I saw the second one because I like it looks bad. You know, the first one looked tor- ter- terrible. When I saw the second one, I was like, "Dude, this is fucking good." And later the next day, I went home to rent the first one, and I loved it too. So, yeah, the first one, the first one, the first one. I prefer the first one. The second one, I think they, I think they went too much the comedy angle. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's why it didn't make that much money because like it split the horror fans mm-hmm. and the comedy fans. Is I mean, it a horror film or is it a comedy? Yeah, I, I think that's why they made that much money because. Even the movie didn't know what it was. Yeah. Well, I think no. I I think I I actually disagree. I think it, it was aware of what it was, and it, it tried it, but it, it was it was still a horror film, but it had a lot of comedy elements to it. Like it was trying to, it was trying to be it was trying to be like Evil Dead too, where like it's a horror film, but yeah. there's a lot of comedy. You know. Yeah, I'll give you that, but still, like. Yeah. I wish it'd be a third. One. I don't think it'd be a third one because the second one did not make. The second one barely made any money. Yeah, so. no, no, I, I love the second one. I think they, they probably would make a third one. Um, I wouldn't be, I, I was fine. Like, if they make a third one, I don't even care. Like, I'd still watch it. I don't, I love Happy Death Day. And I love the mask of the baby face. Like, you think something like that right? is scary, but I swear, I have that mask. You wear that mask and all you wear is a black hoodie and black jeans. You'd Creepy. scare people. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. It's such an intimidating mask. It doesn't look like it, at least to me, it doesn't. But I guess when you wear it and it's like night outside, like, you scare the crap out of people <laughs> mm-hmm. right yeah so i mean you look at the ghost face mask you know it's just like yeah it's literally what it is it's like a ghost face like it doesn't look intimidating when nobody's wearing it but when you wear it in the outfit like it looks intimidating mm-hmm. 
And again, it could be anybody under that mask. It's not like, oh, it's Michael Myers or Freddy Krueger or Jason. Like, no, anybody can wear that mask. Anybody can be Ghostface. Mm-hmm. So all it takes is for a sick fuck, which, you know, the first movie says, you know, it's like, you know, movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Yep. Or <laughs> so that's what they that's what they, that's what they could play with this fifth film then. That could be another motive, but like increase it where like with social media again, with things like with like you know, with like like the black market and things like that, like you know, you know you're on Instagram and there's some of those pages that just have really graphic stuff. Look I mean, I'm not a person to ever look at that stuff, but I mean there are things like that. It's out there. And like that movie can kind of like play towards it, but also that could also receive a lot of backlash because, you know, you have to do it in a way where it's not too serious because let's face it, we're also in a generation where you can't show too much without people being offended. So that's the only difficult part. You have to find a good balance of the two. But again, I don't, I don't, I think if you just play the same kind of formula of a slasher and also the Scream franchise, plus, I mean, you have the same actors from the first four films I'm pretty sure they have a lot to say to the directors or to the writers of the film to be like, yeah, my, my character wouldn't do that. You know, they have say because they're honestly legends in the Scream franchise. Yep. But, um, but yeah. Uh, anybody else have anything to say? I, I'm just excited for it. Um, again, um, I trust, um, you know, Tyler and Matt for, you know, directing this film. And it looks very promising. Um, I, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm just, I'm just hoping for a good movie. Um, that's all I'm asking for. If you guys are bringing back uh, Neff Campbell, David Arquette, and Courtney Cox into this film, then I have not really high expectation for it. But I just want a really, really good, you know, send off to the movie to the franchise. Like, give it on a good note. Like, don't make the fans like disappointed just because you guys want to bring back one of the you know Wes Craven's franchise that he he created and don't tar- tarnish it so I'm just hoping mm-hmm. for a good movie and a good story mm-hmm. I don't know how much how much of the rights is to uh, Wes Craven because I know he passed away and I think it's his wife or his daughter has the rights to it so I don't know if the major f- film company had to go through them first to get their approval because I know if that is the case, you know, the Wes Craven family wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, just make any money just to make profit. No, like, I know they take their father's legacy very seriously. So they wouldn't just get some like some company making a shitty ass film to make another to make a few bucks for their family. Like they would want like the best writers and the best screenplay and best director to choose and best actors to this film. I don't yeah. I also don't think these actors, the original cast isn't in it to just make cameos. I think they're gonna play again another very important role in the film. And honestly, I, I'll actually disagree with you, Tyler. I actually do have pretty high expectations for this film. Um, but I mean, that doesn't mean I'm not gonna I'm gonna like it less if it isn't. I I'm yeah. not saying it's gonna be like an amazing film, like it's gonna be life changing, but I mean after seeing Halloween two thousand eighteen if any like horror, like like any like classic slasher film icons are going to be doing a movie, it at least has to reach that kind of uh, um, quality of a horror film. No, I, 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 I get what you mean, man. Um, I really, I and I understand too. I'm, I'm, I was very skeptical at first when you know Halloween 2018 came out because I didn't have really high expectation for that film. So I just went in like open-minded and I was like, damn, this is a 
great, great start to like, you know, for Halloween 2018. That's what I'm doing for myself. Once screen comes out in 2022, I'll be like, I'm just going to go open-minded, not going to have high expectations. I'm just going to go in and watch the film. You know, yeah. For me, it's uh, for me. It's like the first trailer is gonna be the the do or die. Yeah. But when I saw the, the first trailer for Halloween, literally, my I was like had a low expectation. When I saw that trailer, literally, my expectation skyrocketed up to the sky when I saw the trailer. <laughs> You're just fangirling, like I need to see this now. <laughs> and literally. Yeah. So, so Scream Five, better watch out. They make, they, they make, imagine they make an awesome trailer. And it's like, oh man, you know what? I had a little I'm gonna be super excited. I'm gonna go see it. And like, oh, and then and then sucking. And it's like, oh man. So it all depends on the trailer. Here, here's the thing too. Um, I I totally agree. It's the trailer, but it also has to do it like the greatest trailers do, where you show just enough to pique people's interest and get super excited, but don't reveal too much. Because I think Halloween 2018, like you, you got super pumped because it was a great trailer too. Fantastic. Yeah. And it didn't, but it also didn't reveal a lot about the movie. Yeah. So, uh, movies that are like, like that reveal too much, like they, if, if it reveals the whole movie trait, like the movie in a trailer, then like it's like, what's the whole point? Even if it looks good, it's still kind of like, what's the point, you know? Like, yeah. there's no hype because you feel like you've already seen it already. But I mean, like, yeah, I agree. Like, it's do or die with the trailer. Like, the trailer gives you the vibes of like how the movie's going to be. And for me, I'm very, for the most part, I'm very good with watching a trailer and telling if it's gonna be trash or not so but again we don't we have like two years to wait to see what happens this is barely yeah. like stepping ground for this film which uh leaves it to me like i'm even gonna say this i mean i, I think it's a no-brainer i think this ho- this new halloween trilogy is gonna be even better than like the star wars trilogy <laughs> star wars. isn't that isn't that sad when you find out like uh a Michael Myers trilogy is going to be better than like a Star Wars trilogy. Like you would never think that. And like, oh, the the, the Star Wars movies, like the start, the you know the Disney ones, are, the trilogy was hor- horrible. And I guess they just announced a few days ago, or Daisy Ridley announced in an interview that they had no, they had they were always flipping around who her parentage was. So even in the last film, they didn't know what they were going to do. Even in the second film, they didn't know what they were going to do. So I mean. John Boyega was pissed off because he chose, you know, like a black actor to have like a prominent role in the first film, but in two and three, they didn't know what to do with them. And he said, Oh, the whole time they knew what Daisy really and you know Adam Driver were gonna do, but it just shows, you know, they didn't even have a plan for their characters or the plot in general. It was literally a movie made on the fly just to make money. And yeah. with Halloween, the reason why I'm excited for the second film and even the third film is that, you know, if they if they ended off with 2018, I would have been fine, but honestly, I would have felt something missing because the the death scene at the end of Halloween 2018, I was like, you know, okay. It wasn't like, oh shit. Like, it was kind of like, okay, like, he's not going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to leave it off of that note. But when they announced one day randomly, like the trailer, not just for the second film, but also a third film, I was like, ooh, I was excited because, like, they know the whole story of everything going on already. It's not to make a, you can you can tell from the first film they love the franchise and they they play they put their heart and soul in it. And with the second film, with the build up and everything, like and not just that, hearing things from like screen audiences and even from John Carper saying like, dude, this movie is the second film is like if you thought the first one was good, this is gonna be even better and bloodier. Like it's good, it's like it's legit. Yeah. 
So like I'm super stoked for the second film, and I'm so pissed off because of the COVID that we don't get to see it. <laughs> we wait a whole longer than a year still for it to come out. And horror nights, and not scary but here's horror. crazy. Like, here's the crazy thing. Like, there. What if they changed it in last minute? They put it in theaters. The reason why I'm saying is, I sent you guys a photo today in our group chat about theaters opening up even in California. Yep. You know, like. Like tenants already playing in theaters like near my house. Like I'm not even joking. Like there's theaters, like there's uh three Regal Cinemas that are playing Tenant and other films already. It's it's a smaller capacity of people, but I mean that just means you just play more films throughout the day. Um, but I mean, do you think do you think there's a, do you think there's a hope that Halloween will come out this year, or you think they're still gonna wait a year? I think they're gonna wait a year, man. I... They will lose money. They will lose money. <sighs> mm-hmm. uh, I mean. Yeah, they would lose think, money, yeah. but at the same time, like, if they say they're going to push it for a year, um, in my expectations for it, they should, like, not do anything about, like, the script or, like, anything like that. Just prepare for whatever's going to come, and if things starts to get better in this world that we live, that we're living in, then get back into production, start making the film, and you know, go from there. Yeah, because the films, the film's already done. The film's done already. It's just they're not gonna display. It's just the same thing with like the. I was excited for it this year. I know it came out of random, but I mean, I was excited for the spiral the, from the book of Saw with yes, Chris Rock. That, that looks like like that's one of those other movies where like Saw. There's too many damn films, and they're all sh- at least the 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 last after one one and two. Like honestly, I even hated the third film. Like one and two are classics, but the other ones are like shit. And when I saw like the trailer for the new one with Chris Rocky and Samuel Jackson, I'm like, okay, this feels like the first movie vibes and looks like legit and they're taking it very serious and they're going to put a lot of good like actors and things like it's going to feel like a really good high budget film, not like a shitty ass remake or sequel. Like, again, I'm telling you, like now I feel like horror movies are like the directors and the writers are t- and the big companies are making sure like these movies aren't like shitty films that they're just like shooting out like every other year like they're taking time to actually make them really good yeah yeah but see what i mean like join peel man like people are like hey drip can do it i can do it too <laughs> i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure chris talk said that to himself at one point it's like, hey drip Peel could do that and he's a comedian i could probably do it do a scary movie too mm-hmm. well it's funny because uh, i was reading i was watching the movie invisible man and the director of it uh lee winnell uh, he's the writer of the film. He actually stars in the first film too, as one of the guys in the chains. Um, he um, was. He said uh, he was at a movie premiere or something like that. I think it was for the. I think it was for Invisible Man or for Upgrade. And Chris Rock was there, and and uh, Chris Rock saw Lee Winnell and didn't know who he was. Like, oh hi, shook his hand and like left. And one guy went up to him. He's like, hey dude, like Chris Rock, that guy you just said hi to. He, he wrote Saw, and he, he his friend told Chris Rock that because Chris Rock is a huge Saw fan. So after Chris Rock found that, he went back to him. He's like, you wrote Saw? And, like, they all talking. And Chris Rock apparently told him, like, dude, like, dude, I love your movies. Like, I would one day love to make a Saw movie. And, look, he made a Saw film. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty dope. <laughs> also, like, Ali, I, Ali I'm, I'm excited for the Chucky show. I Really excited for that because it's gonna be on the USA Network and have to be on the Sci-Fi Network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that's gonna be cool. 
it would be even it would be honestly it would be better if like hbo or something like that like took the rights to it because then you could really or like or like stars or what or was it stars that did uh ash versus evil dead i forgot what yeah what, it was stars like it would be cool if like they took because then you can do more with the movies but i mean still regardless if if you know if brad durf's uh in is chucky I don't care if it's shitty or not. Like I'm, I'm stoked already. Oh, also, um, Damashini, the genius himself. Yeah. Um, he said that, like, no, guys, I promise you, I signed a contract with Sci-Fi and USA. The, the, the last, literally, the last line of contract is Chucky gets to use 15 f bombs each episode. Mm-hmm. And they, and there will be deadly kill. So, so I know he's saying HBO and stuff, but Sci-Fi and USA decided, like, you know what, like. We want the ratings, and this has a promise of being like three, five plus seasons. That like, mm-hmm. like we, we will do. Every, we, we will, if you wanted to pull a HBO or a or a Showtime, whatever, then fine. Like we'll, we'll put in a script. We'll put in a contract. Chucky used fifteen f bombs. That's it. And <laughs> like the kills will be deadly and bloody too. Yeah. Because um the the, the scream TV series. Uh, the first one, there was a lot of bloody kills. Like, oh shoot, what the heck? This is MTV, man. I surprised they got away with this. So, so I know HBO, and I'm like, hey, we're like the lead of doing hardcore stuff. No, no, like uh, other cable networks can do it too, but they just never had the guts to do it until they decided to like get big time franchises like Child's Play and make it to a TV show. So, I yeah, I mean, they can they can get a lot. I think they can get a, away with a lot of the kills in a way. I think because even even the classic films, tilt like nowadays standards, are very tame. Because I mean, you look at FX; they had uh, what was that American Horror Story? Dude, that show is so sexual and so gory. Like, I don't even know how they're able to show that show. First of all, I yeah. hate the American Horror Story. I don't like it. I like <laughs> maybe the first or second season. Even still, I'm whatever is about them. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I think it's all shock factor and no substance. But like, my thing though is that like. You know, I, with Chucky, I think it would be, in a way, it would still work with, like, USA or, like, sci-fi because, you know, there's a lot of the kills you can still do. The only thing that would be hard to do because you can't, you really, you can't do it on public TV unless, I don't know yeah. how to do it. That would be the F-bombs. That, I don't understand. I don't know how they would do that because, like, even those other shows that are gory, they don't cuss like that. That's well, the only thing I'm iffy about. Well, Don Machini said, Don Machini even took a screenshot. He said, he literally said in the last contract that Chucky could set could say at least 15 f bombs, but that's it. Yeah. yeah, maybe with the whole season, but not like an episode or so. Yeah, I, I think mean, even, I still, think even still, even still, you know, Brad Dourif is Chucky. You're, you're sold. I just wish that I don't know how they're going to do. They're going to continue off of like the Brad of Chucky and the and the scene of Chucky. Like, I just want Chucky, not like his family. Like, I I thought those movies tanked at least for me. Like, I even uh-huh. like the third film. I know you. I know Brad hates the third film. I like the third film. I saw it recently. It wasn't bad. But like I don't I, I don't like the fact that like he has a wife and kids because then I think it becomes too cheesy and too self aware. I don't know exactly. I, I like Tiffany. I like Tiffany though. Like I like her at least. Like I agree with the son. Uh, the son go away. But I just like <laughs> I actually like I like Tiffany. I, I I disagree with that. I like Tiffany because I can see Chucky like being the doll and then Tiffany is like the the brains that she like she's well, the one that well, Tiffany are like, like they're like Bonnie and Clyde. But yeah. Thing, it's kind of like, but it's like you know, you can make a good Batman movie with Batman and Robin, but you can make a great Batman movie without the latter. You know, 
excited for it but i don't want to get like too too excited because we haven't seen a trailer yet we just know nev campbell's back uh david arquette's in the move gonna be in the movie and courtney cox is gonna be in the movie so once we see that trailer then we can start talking more about our excitement but yeah. right now um this is something that um we saw today and we wanted to discuss about it and give us you guys the listeners to listen to us like ramble about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm good for my part. Uh, Matthew or Brennan, you got any last words to say? I do have something really fast. Um, it's just an idea of what the movie could be about. It's a long shot. I don't really know what it would be about it, but it sounded like it would be a cool premise. Um, you know, the first one was pretty much, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the niece wanting to become like the new Sydney Prescott. What if in this fifth film we know what if like everybody forgot about Ghostface and all the kids? Like you would think Sydney would be fine with like living in a regular life, but Ghostface is such an important part of like her history. All of a sudden, like these kids are happening and you know, somebody's saying this Ghostface killer. And then all the it's kind of and then all the people from the original film, the original films come back together because you know they have it's kind of like the losers come out. They, kind of, they don't make it up the pact, but like an unofficial pact. Like if Ghostface comes, we come all together and help each other out to kill whoever it is. But at the end, you find out like it's Nev Campbell because she wants to be relevant, again, so she dons the, the the outfit to go like kill people. I don't know. It's it's a stretch, but that that be kind of Interesting. It's quite a bit of stretch. I think it would take some people off. Yeah, off. You know, so, the reason we should be killing those not just because of that, but like because of also like PTSD and stuff like that. 
Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Again, it's a stretch, but I mean, that sounds like it'd be interesting. Yeah, it's a stretch, but I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure they already have the script ready, and I'm very curious of how the movie's going to be. We're not going to see it until January 2022, but all I know is they better not kill either the main characters in the beginning of the movie, because I will literally walk out of the theater. <laughs> I can imagine right now, it's 2020, in January, when we watch the movie, we're all excited. Brandon has his ghost face mask on in the theaters, and the first thing, you know, <laughs> one of the main characters dies, and Brandon's like, drops his popcorn, I'm out of here. Literally, you see me walking out, my middle fingers, it's just like, uh, right in the sky. <laughs> I would. I. I don't. I can't think of any other title to put it than Scream Five. Like, if there's Scream One through Four, you can't just be like Scream like a new a new nightmare. Like, it has to be Scream Five. Yeah, it has to be Scream Five. If you're gonna start with like one, two, if you're gonna start with numerical like sequels, you gotta stick with it. (laughs) It's a rule. All right, but until then, guys. uh, Hope you guys have a wonderful night. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you guys on the next episode. we're still going to be doing Spider-Man, which I'm very, very excited. And uh, we'll see you guys on Sunday. <laughs> Later, guys. Have a good week. Later, man. You too. Later. Peace. <laughs>